Welcome to the Financial Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how to build your practice from startup to scale up while being the kind of coach your clients crave. Finally, a podcast for financial coaches. Here are your hosts, Maria Casillas and Cody Sizemore. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Financial Coaches Podcast. My name is Maria Casillas, and I am, as always, joined by my esteemed colleague, Cody Sizemore. Cody, welcome back to the podcast today. Happy to see you. Thanks. Man, esteemed. <laughs> That's a cool <laughs> well, you know, you, you call me lovely. Uh, I can certainly call you esteemed. <laughs> Fair trade. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> oh, I'm excited to talk with you about this today because I think this is something that not a lot of coaches necessarily do. I mean, they might do it intuitively, but I don't know if they actually have like a system in place for this. And it's something that it's near and near dear to my heart, just knowing what I know about, you know, motivation and human behavior and all of that. And, and that is what to do with your unplanned income. How do you, how do you apply that? How does that look? And, and I can tell you that, um, you know, back in the day when I was doing our debt-free journey and we were very much ascribing to basically everything that Dave Ramsey had done, one of the things that he talks about is, when he talks about his, um, I think it's the irregular income is where this comes into place for him. So, you know, if you don't have a regular income, you can count on a certain low amount and budget for all of that. And then have an idea, like list out an idea of what would you do if the next dollar came in and what would you do if the, you know, next $500 came in. And so this is kind of similar to, to that. But one of the biggest differences is that it allows clients to be in the driver's seat of what they want to do. So it's not a prescribed, you know, every dollar that you have needs to be going to step one or to step two, et cetera, et cetera. Instead, it allows for the client themselves to determine what are their priorities and what do they want to work on? This all started when I had a client who really, really, really wanted to work on a vacation, but was stuck with that whole idea of, well, you really shouldn't be vacationing if you have any debt. And that, that binary all or nothing thinking, I can't tell you how many times that trips people up. I totally get that there is, uh, you know, kind of a, a push and a drive and a motivator that comes with the challenge of, I'm only going to focus on this one thing. But then when you take a step back and realize that there's also life and you've got children who you're wanting to make memories with and you'll never get that time back ever Money you can make later, right? You, you can create money. I mean, we, we do it in this country all the time. Uh, but, <laughs> but you can't create time. And so it was when I was struggling with one of my clients who she was struggling with this, it was like, how can we do this in a way that you're actually able to work on two or more things at once and not lose the momentum that you already had in place? So this process that I helped to develop was it, it's, Super simple. Number one is identify the top three to five priorities that you would work on some sort of like, what would you want to save for, for example? And those can be anything. They can be things that you are actually already working on in your everyday budget. So for example, if I know Cody, you work with a lot of people who are trying to pay off debt, right? Mm -hmm. I'm assuming, actually, I just know that you do this. I don't have to assume that you work paying off debt into their monthly 
budget or their monthly spending plan. Yep. I think sometimes the idea of a zero-based budget can get a little convoluted. What is, what is the typical definition of a zero-based budget for you? Or what have you uh, heard? Yeah, that you basically tell every dollar what to do before it comes in. Right. Okay. Money in minus money out equals zero, right? Yeah. And there are so many people who ascribe to that very formula and are extremely proud that they have been able to identify every dollar going out. However, they haven't put anything in place for saving for themselves. They haven't really done any sort of intentional investing, whether it's in how to create more cash flow down the line or you know, having <coughs> excuse me, an accumulation later on. And, and so they're just really happy that they learned how to spend every dollar. And what I'm realizing as I'm working with individuals is that that's not going to get them any further. Yes, they followed the rules, but they're not going to get any further towards their goals if they just spend every dollar. Does that make sense so far? Okay, yep. so so one of the things that I always want to do is we want to work in not just spending every dollar, but not just naming them, but identifying kind of like what Dave Ramsey said with irregular income. What is the amount that you can typically expect? And then what do you do with money that was unplanned? Now, there could be a birthday gift that somebody gives you. There could be uh, a bonus that you receive. You could get a slight tax refund. I mean, there's all sorts of places that you could get unplanned money. It could even just be in your regular paycheck. You know, if you have a, a pretty steady paycheck, like I actually have a part-time job and sometimes I work five hours a week and sometimes I work 25 hours a week. And so I can't plan on a certain amount of income from that unless I go to the low end of that. So I just pick a number and that's what I count on. And then anything above and beyond that, I ascribe this particular formula to. Okay. So here's what you do. You decide what are your top three to five things that you would want to do. Is it paying off additional debt? Is it investing in something that you want to be able to cash flow later on? Maybe you have like an opportunity fund like we've talked about. Maybe it's building up your peace of mind fund. Maybe it is a vacation that you want to do. Maybe it's going on date nights. I'm not going to tell my clients what their top priorities are. I'm going to help draw it out of them and then give them permission to identify them. Okay. And then you assign a percentage to each one of these. Now, I love this. I don't like the idea of what, what are you going to do with your next dollar? And what are you going to do with your next $5? What are you going to do with your next $10? Because you never know how much extra you're going to get. But this allows you to give it to all of those different priorities. And you, the way you identify the priority is by the percentage that you put. So if you really only want to focus on one thing, you just say, I'm going to do 100% to this thing. But if there are two or three things you want to focus on, you can say, you know what, I'm going to do 50% to this one, 30% to number two, and what's the next? 20% <laughs> to the third priority. And you set that up ahead of time because it takes the guesswork out of it when you actually get your income. That's what we're trying to do for our clients is take the guesswork out and yet keep in the intentionality. Am I with, are you with me so far? Yes. Yeah. So, um, I had a, uh, consultation like two weeks ago, um, mm -hmm. with someone who actually ended up becoming a client 
And this was actually one of her questions. Oh. Um, so, you know, they're working on paying off debt and also saving for a, a destination wedding as mm-hmm. well. Um, and she asked me, she's like, you know, how do you view like tax returns? And I was like, <laughs> what do you mean? And she goes like, well, you know, like last year we got like a pretty good uh, tax return, you know, it was like $8,000. And, you know, what would you suggest that we do with that? And I just said, that really depends on what you want to do with it. You know, like if you want to throw it all towards your debt, cool. If you want to throw it all towards your wedding, cool. If you want to do half and half, cool. If you want to go out and, you know, do like an extravagant date night, cool. Mm-hmm. You know, like it doesn't really matter, you know, as long as you're just like being intentional with it whether it be towards your financial goals or whether it be towards your lifestyle or towards whatever you value. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's really important because, you know, we as coaches, we, we want to see people progress as, you know, as efficiently as possible. And sometimes even as quickly as possible too. um, Because, you know, I think that that's why we're in this. Like we want to get results for people and it also helps validate us as well for like, Hey, like we're getting these people results but if we take our own ego out of it mm-hmm. and we're like, hey, this is your money. What do you want to do with it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it? It allows them to be set up so that later on when you're not working with them, yes. that they can make their own financial decisions and do it soundly. Yes. You know, it empowers it them. Way, yes. Mm-hmm. Do it in a way that is empowering to them. Yes. You know? and, and I think that, that's really, really important. It's really important. Um, and I think that your clients are really going to appreciate that too. Cause you're not just like, you know, you're not, you're not the, uh, you're not the personal trainer that tells them that they can never have a piece of toast. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you want a piece of toast with your eggs in the morning, have some, have some toast, but just make sure that you, you know, are intentional with the rest of your day eating. That's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. It's the same principle, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so, I mean, we kind of, I kind of mix the idea of numbers with motivation. So I still do have people set a specific goal amount that they want for that so that they have a measurable end to that particular savings, right? So if they're saving to build up their fully funded peace of mind fund, and they know that that ends at $35,000, if the percentage that's been going to that, you know, is 75%, and then they reach that $35,000, they can then pull back on that and not have to do as much. I love that you can change the percentages in there. And, you know, just as your priorities change, it allows you to change yeah. with it. Um, but then you actually have the, the, the savings accounts set up where these are what this is for. And it lets you to see, yeah, I'm, I'm gaining some momentum over here. And, and I don't have to go completely deprived in order to make my progress somewhere else as well. So what I love about this process is that it allows the coach to draw out of the individual what those priorities are, to even help guide them with the different percentages that they would want to set up for that, maybe even help them to set up the specific goals. Not tell them, just help them to set that up. But then when they are getting those windfalls of money, whether it's $5 or $5,000 or $50,000, 
they have an idea already on where that's going to go. And it really does take that guesswork out, which I think is the empowering piece of it. They don't feel like they have to make that decision right now because they already made it. And yet it's not so prescriptive that they didn't have a say in where that went. So I actually have a little calculator that was created for this very purpose. Uh, and you don't have to use a calculator. You don't have to use an Excel sheet, but it is nice to have something where it automatically tells you, you know, here's what, I mean, if you have $100, it's easy to figure out percentages of that. But if you have $369.48, it's nice to have a calculator to tell you what 25% of that is, you know? <laughs> so, uh, so I do have a tool that was created so that we can help the clients do this in a very efficient manner. Uh, but the idea here is just to help them recognize two things. One, that there will be unplanned income. We hope. I mean, why not? Like, that's actually a good thing, right? And also, that there is some freedom in how they get to spend that, save it, and invest it. And I use those three terms together almost all the time. Even when I talk about a zero-based budget, I've completely shifted a little bit of the the words that I use when I talk to people about it. I always say it is your planned income minus your intentional saving, investing, and spending equals zero. And that's, that's if they actually want to do a zero-based budget. Not everybody wants to do that. But the ones who come in with that idea, like, no, I really want to do a zero-based budget because it keeps me on track, I will shift the definition to what I just told you. And that's yeah. because I want them to automatically start thinking about including investments, including savings, including those kinds of things, not just spending it all and feeling like, oh, I checked that box. I followed the rules. We're all good. Yeah. So with the clients that you've given this freedom to, mm -hmm. which I'm assuming is probably all of your clients. Yep. <laughs> um, how do you think that's affected their mentality towards money? Oh, it's been so freeing for them. They A lot of the feedback that I've gotten has been, you know what, I feel like I'm the one in control, not some random guru on, on TV or even Maria, you know, my coach. Like, I'm the one in the driver's seat for this. I'm the one making those decisions, and I don't feel like I have to um, do this prescribed thing that somebody else said. Another thing that's been amazing is, months after I'll be done working with somebody, I'll get a text and it'll be a celebratory text saying, I finally get to do X, Y, and Z. And I never would have done that because I still have debt or I still have this or I still have you know, whatever it is. But this was important to me. And now I get to do that thing. And before, not only would I not have been able to do this, but I would have felt so discouraged that I wouldn't have paid off all my debt and I wouldn't have done these things anyway. So I wouldn't have even been in a good spot. And so I think that's been one of the biggest things that's come about is that even if they don't do all of the things that as coaches, we think would be the best thing for them. There's a recognition on their end, Cody, that they weren't going to do all of that anyway. And now they do have something to celebrate. And for me, that's a celebration because that's, that's something that they can then build upon later on. And eventually they will do those things that are going to get them in that spot. Right. It's taking our ego out of it the way you so eloquently put earlier. Yeah. And it, and it does, it does really, really empower them, you mm -hmm. know, to, to, it empowers them to get 
you know, the results that they're looking for during the coaching process. It empowers them to live a life aligned with their values during the coaching process. And it empowers them to get the results and live a life aligned with their values after the yes. coaching process too, yes. which I think that's really, really important. You know, like we don't want to be those people that like, you know, while they're with us, they do well, but then the second that they leave us, they don't do well. We don't want that. Like we want them to, we want to, you know, help build a good foundation for them to then build upon after they're done with, with coaching. Mm -hmm. That's the ultimate goal. Yep. And the part about living their life in alignment with their values, that is, that's my number one thing. It's not as easy to measure sometimes. Um, <clears throat> it's not as sexy to put out on Facebook sometimes, but it is what keeps people going. And, mm -hmm. and usually the way that you make it measurable is to help them define what those values are in the beginning. If they can define what those are, then they can see where are their dollars going. And that's why I actually use in the beginning, I use a color based system anyway. Uh, and that's because I want them to see physically see where their money is going, not look at the dollar amount, but actually see in color. Is there, how, how much of this is, you know, blue, how much of it's red type of thing so that they can identify is that in balance with what I, with what I really want? And um, so there's different ways to go about that and, and have that be measurable for them. But I really do believe that if you start with that one, helping them live a life in alignment with their values, then the results will come. I totally agree. Love it. Absolutely love it, Maria. Thank you for letting me share it. Hey, no problem. I'm sure that <laughs> I'm sure everyone listening was like, that's a good point. <laughs> I might, I might try and, uh, you know, lean into that a little bit more. And if you have so. questions about it, let me know. I know sometimes things that are a little bit more abstract or completely different than what we're, what we're used to hearing can be a little, a little bit tough to really wrap your brain around. Sometimes I totally get that. So if you have questions about it specifically, feel free to drop them in our group. You can actually email us at, I think it's podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. And just yep. put it in the subject line, hey, I have a question about that episode. And, you know, just let us know. We're happy to help you. Like Cody said earlier, your success is our goal. So we would love to continue to have conversations with you personally and answer any of those questions that you might have. Absolutely. <laughs> You guys, thank you so much for tuning in today. We really look forward to seeing you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Financial Coaches Podcast, brought to you by New Money Habits and Sizemore Financial Coaching. Submit your questions to our hosts by emailing podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. Be sure to subscribe to be notified of future episodes and join our growing group of like-minded coaches on Facebook. And until next time, Happy coaching. Music provided by Summer School.